Welcome to YKS, Mike and JF here. Mike, I gotta wonder, when you hear a voicemail like that, mm-hmm. do you kind of do you kind of feel like one of the great uh, painters of yore, say Pablo Picasso, when, when he looks at his when he looks at one of his masterpieces? Let's say, uh, uh, let's say one of Pablo. Pablo. Pablo He's a guy with the messed up Pablo. faces, you know. Pablo Picasso paintings. Uh, maybe uh, I don't know. Just to take one, uh, you could probably say the old guitarist. Oh yeah. Um and uh and and uh and he finished he finishes he finishes painting. Let's say Les Demoiselles and and then no, I don't sh- I don't speak French, JF. What does that mean? What does what mean? Painting. Were you asking what the word painting means? Madame, what did you say, mademoiselle? Le, le demoiselle d'Avignon. d'Avignon. Uh, that, of course, is uh, part of the permanent collection of the Museum of Modern Art. Um, so, if you ever finished painting that, and then and then some some Joe Blow, some Joe Hardhat, walks in off the street from building the Eiffel Tower and says... Oh, Pablo, my dear boy, uh, did you ever think to maybe add a splash of red in, up here in the uh, corner? Mm. And then Pablo Picasso makes the, you know, I should have had a V8 noise on his forehead. Because he realizes that even though he has this masterpiece, he can never really, he can never be done. So even though we came up with the great idea of the Donald Trump browser extension <laughs> where it replaces words with things that Donald Trump would say... Yeah. Knowing that we missed hamburger for hamburger. I don't know how I'm going to be able to sleep at night, Mike. <laughs> you know? It's one of those ideas you wish you thought up yourself, of course. But uh, what are you going to do? You can't go back in time. Or can we? Thanks to my friends Ricky and Morgie, we're here and we're going to hop in the time machine. We're going to go back. We're going to let the dinosaurs smoke pot. Is that what they do on there? I have, I've legitimately never watched an episode of Rick and Morty. I'm, I not, think the show, I'm not saying that to be cool, even though it does make me cool. You are cool, yes, obviously. That's not That's not the reason I'm cool. I have all this other stuff about me that's cool, but that's one small part of it. Um, you're cool. I I think the show is funny, but I think it's also funny to make fun of the show. That's okay to do. It's okay to say that. It's okay to make fun of stuff that you like. And in fact, 
if you don't make fun of stuff that you love, then you're actually you're you're actually a wimp. I'm gonna actually say that. If you don't make fun of stuff that you like, you are a wimp, right? What does that mean? It means you're 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 being very <laughs> wimpy. If you don't make fun of stuff that is good to you. I think maybe you're in danger of uh, becoming like a serious person, which is not something you ever want to be. You got to not take yourself seriously. And this is coming from the guy who takes himself very seriously. So you actually know the effects of doing this kind of thing. You've gone down this road. You've seen the end result of having sacred cows. Like for you for a long time, it wasn't okay to make fun of that, uh, what's the thing that uh, the dude wears um, in the Big Lebowski? What's that type of uh, hoodie called where it looks the like drug knit? rug? Yeah for, yeah, for a long time you said it wasn't cool to make fun of drug rugs. Did I seriously say that? I don't even know if I said this for real or, not. <laughs> or if you're gaslighting me. You very well could be because I have uh, zero short-term memory, zero yeah. long-term memory, just a blank slate every day. I'm like a fruit fly. Bouncing so into funny stuff. To me, all those times you wrote those letters to your local congressman to say, please protect drug rugs from mm-hmm. being made fun of on dig.com. And now it's like dust in the wind to you. Just because I have one doesn't mean I stink. <laughs> and yes, I do stink, but. And yeah, I do, but that's not everybody who has one, you know? We're all different. Yeah. Most of them do stink, though. Um, Mike, what's, what's been going on? Uh, what's been going on there? I still haven't seen you. It's been so long since I've seen you. I don't know what's going on with you. You're looking at your window right now. Like, like, uh, well, what's the guy from rear window? That guy. You can't think of that guy's name. Oh, come on. It's some guy who cares. What's his name? You don't know it, do you? That's really sad that you. Don't, I do know you can't it. Actually, fucking think of the guy's name. Famous, I do know. one of the most famous movies. Alfred Hitchcock uh, made it, and you can't even think of the main character's name, which is Jimmy Stewart. Which I have, which I have not, uh, which I have known the whole time. I've been talking. I've been. Jamie Stewart, that guy. I'm looking out the window like. and trying to see some titties <laughs> across the alleyway. That's what the movie was, and that's what you're doing yeah. right now as well. But I haven't seen you, so I don't know. I don't know how you're really doing, and people want to know. No, nobody wants to know, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm like talking about myself, and you're putting me on the spot. Okay, just, I don't like it. Just say something you've eaten recently, and we'll um, give us some, an update on I your health. Some, I had some walnuts. No, I, I was looking at the windows, like looking for my neighbor to see if he was parked in the fucking driveway this guy's driving me goddamn crazy we have a shared driveway right parking space in the back behind our our home and the guy is parking in the driveway and And you're not you're supposed to drive in the parkway but i mean it's really funny well it's a it's a joke format first of all so it's something that you should know if, if I didn't, if comedian. I did, if I wasn't taking a sip of my tea, I would have been laughing so hard at what you just. Well, said. why didn't you spit it out then? That's what I don't understand. Just didn't feel like it. If it was so funny, why didn't you spit your fucking tea out? I'm so sick of this shit. Uh, what was the verdict? Is he in? Is he in the driveway? He's not in the driveway. Sometimes he leaves his house, you know, but most times he just parks it in the driveway. A lot of times he'll park in the driveway, uh, and he will sit on his porch. And his car will be on, 
and he would be, he would be listening to terrestrial radio, rock station. So I, at eight o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning, the man is. I mean, I have to listen to like Voodoo Child or something. <laughs> and it's is like it, I don't. I can hear the he, bass, you know. Is he like, listening to one hundred five nine or one hundred two nine or one hundred seven nine? He could be listening to one hundred two nine. The buzz, homie. I don't want to. I don't want to hear you know Led Zeppelin at fucking seven in the morning. I don't want to hear them any time, but yeah. especially not at seven in the morning. One of my least favorite bands, Led Zeppelin. I don't like them at all. So you're getting up. You're waking up in the morning. You're saying, oh, oh, oh. you're making those bear sounds like a dad on a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're doing, you're scratching your back on the doorpost. You know, you, uh, you had out. Jacking, you, jacking off my morning nut, getting my, jack, <laughs> my morning nut jacked off. Out. Trying to jack off your morning nut out. And you're walking into the kitchen you say, "Ooh, I gotta have my Java," and you're, you know, you're setting up your Java. Yeah, real deep voice early in the morning. It gets oh, higher later on for some ooh. reason. Yeah, we well, haven't brushed your teeth yet, so you got all the gunk in your throat from sleep. And you, you're, you, you, uh, you pour the coffee into the filter. You throw some water I in there. French press, just the. You would in this scenario though you wouldn't have that in this scenario you would just have a Mister Coffee, okay. Um, and you you go to put the pot under the thing and then what do you hear next door but da wow 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 and you just in your your you're shaking the pot you're freaking what is it yeah. whoa whoa my house is shaking I truly don't I truly don't understand what is uh, going on with this situation it's been going on for quite some time and i've kind of just sat back and examined it because yeah i don't leave the house i park in my parking spot and i just sit there and like uh um it's very interesting to kind of think about like what do you what do you think the the driveway is for and so i mean one other time i i did have to leave the house and i fucking he was parked there and i, I went to go talk to him i was like hey man can you move your fucking car or whatever he tried to hand me the keys i'm not moving your car <laughs> you know he handed you the keys he was like i moved uh, i was moving two houses today i was like i don't why well, i don't know what that means in relation that doesn't to make sense anything yeah. okay uh, given the benefit of the doubt maybe he's saying he's a professional mover and he's very tired he said he was he looked like he was tired and i was like okay well you know i'm i'm not doing it i'm sorry I would also say maybe it doesn't take any additional energy to pull your car forward five feet so that your neighbor can get out. That doesn't, that's not like sapped of energy for you, is it? Because presumably he drove home. It is, it is truly uh, bizarre to, to, I, I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. He was parked there one time and I came home and, and I, you know, I, I fucking pulled in the drive, <laughs> pulled in the driveway and. He wasn't outside, so I go up to his house, and he was like, oh, you want to pull around the back? I was like, yes, dude. We have parking spots in the back of the house for each of us, right? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Not clear what he thinks is going on. I think the more interesting thing, I don't actually want to, I don't want to know what actually is going on, because I feel like I have that point of view. What I want to know is what these people think is going on. That's yeah. what I actually want to know. 
I want to get in their heads for a little while and just see what's happening in there. I want I mean, a John Malkovich, your neighbor, just a, just for like an hour and a half. Oh man, That's, I think that would be scary. I went over there. I went over there one time and like, because uh, I had these, I would order these these hand sanitizers, you know. Yeah, to keep <clears> them <throat> away from nurses and other first responders. You said. Yeah, and because uh, I didn't want any of those guys having it, it was uh, turn around, uh, wasted on somebody else. It's like I, right. If you're just gonna Get give it away, I'll give it away. But I went. And I gave him some extra ones because I ordered um, a bunch back in like fucking January, February, and then they finally showed up, and they were in, they came in like unmarked tubes, yeah, from like China, and I was like, oh, this sucks, you know. Right. Now I have something new or something. I don't know what. This is going to, like, make my hands melt off or something? Yeah. Truly sketch. And so what did he I, say? He was like, thanks? What a freak. Yeah, well, I went over there, and he was, like, sitting under, like, a fluorescent light, and he was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I could not... Uh, Playing a banjo. I think I, I would uh, be murdered or something soon. Not a bad way to go. I did... Today, I went out, and I got some... I picked up some food... Um, for the family and I went in, I didn't go in. I went up to a window and picked up the food and they had one of the, they had some of the hand sanitizer that's clearly come over like in the second or third wave of uh, hand sanitizer panic. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like it was one of the ones that, uh, like a liquor, uh, distillery had, had made. It didn't seem like that. It just seemed like a very low end brand of hand sanitizer. And it was like, it was, it was so liquidy I, I it just like squirted all over me the second i pushed it down so it's like i think these things are like i think they're just water i think we're down yeah. we're down so there's nothing in here there's there's no we don't have any more of the cool little gel bubbles that was in purell like all that shit's gone it's just like it is just vodka now that we're spritzing on ourselves which is fine i think that's okay and I felt safe when I did it. Um, the fucking nozzle is covered in boogers and dirt. Yeah. It's disgusting. Boogers are freaking gross. I try to say this all the time. They're nasty. Um, why don't we give an update on old Kickstarter, Mike? Okay. Leia Moon Vaginal Steamer. This is from episode 104. At that time, it had $23,090 and it ended... With thirty-two thousand seven hundred and seventy-five dollars, um, uh, this was. Uh, if you remember this, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to say too much about yoni steaming. I feel like that would. I feel like that's going to expose that I don't know enough about yoni. Mm-hmm. And I don't need that coming back to haunt me later. Here's what I do know. Sometimes. People with yonis will stand over a tube full of hot liquid and the steam from the liquid will go in them and it will have herbs in it. Yeah. And that's something you can do. And a lot of times it may be accompanied with like crystals and it may, it may have something to do with astrology. Okay. But you can do it. And this this person was developing a product that has like a seat you can like sit on the thing, and really steam your whole yoni. Can you do it to your butthole, or can you just do it if you have a yoni, or can you, or does it do the, you know, the 
back of the it would it do the back of your balls also you, yeah well because sometimes you do like if you have a bidet or a bidet seat you can adjust whether you want the ass version or the front version so it, it's reasonable to wonder whether the yoni steamer is it comes from the same you know ideology if you're just marketing your product to people with yonis you're missing out on I think you're missing out on a big portion of the population that wants to steam some of their holes for sure. Um, this one, this one does seem like it is Yoni only. It is sort of like a little toilet. Um, and then afterwards you pour the water out of the window and it helps, um, feed your plants is what it says here. Um, so you get the herb blend. Um, you get all this shit. Uh, it was 200 some bucks, I think. Um, people love steaming uh, their yonis, and that's uh, that's really good or bad, just depending on whatever people think. Um, and uh, so this one did make a lot of money. And I, I guess as far as I know, some people were getting There's only a couple comments on here. One of them says, did we, did, hey, did anybody get these? Um, the estimated delivery was in December 2019, but 192 people, if only one person is asking, did you get them? I'm guessing people got them. So I don't know if the farm to table dinner with the co-founders ever happened for the one backer that did that. But as far as I know, this seems like these, uh, these things have probably shipped out. Um, the last, uh, the last update was on March 31st and they were getting pretty, you know, they were getting pretty close. The last update shows them, you know, Looks like finishing up the control board for the steaming, because uh, you got to have a little computer in there to know when your yoni is fully steamed. Um, everything's the, computers now, Mike. The little thermometer pops out of it when it's done. That's right. Like a turkey. <laughs> Some of the reported benefits of vaginal steaming include reducing menstrual symptoms such as bloating, cramps, exhaustion, and heavy bleeding. That's good. That would be really good. Yeah. I would, you know, what if, and if you're for, for butt stuff, let's just say, yeah, if you had, if you ate a bunch of chili oil and your ass was on fire because of it and you had diarrhea and you sat on the Yoni steamer and it, even if it just like soothed you for a moment, even if it wasn't like curative, I think that would be real. that would be nice. Some mint, be like humidifying your asshole. Yeah. I actually like that. It's all wet and stuff. That's cool. I love I I love to have a, a wet asshole constantly, JF. You know this about me. We've talked about it many times on this podcast. Can't yep. can't go a second without having my asshole dripping wet. Dripping, absolutely soaked. Um Well the the one thing that I thought was notable about this is in the update from March thirty first, this is what they say. Our manufacturing facility is located in the most technologically advanced region of China, Dongguan, an area that was thankfully extremely successful at curtailing the COVID-19 epidemic. Official figures as of March 25th have only 100 cases total for the entire region, including zero active cases and 99 recoveries. Okay. While there were some delays in January and February at the onset of the virus, they have already been through the worst of it. Employees returned to work remotely in early February and were back in production facilities the first week of March. So what that tells me is that two months ago, as uh, the epidemic raged on across the world, uh, people were going back to work to make pussy steamers at the pussy steaming factory. Yeah, maybe not the most 
Now look. I don't know. I understand. I get it. We have a global economy, and there are lots of things being manufactured and serviced and created that are not uh, in 95 masks and gloves and stuff. Not everything is the most essential thing. I understand that. People, you know, got to make money. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have a little leeway. I just cannot imagine right now the alarm going off and knowing that I have to go outside and go work on a pussy steamer at the pussy steaming factory. People at the dildo factories and stuff are probably still working. You know how they mass produce all those dildos? Well, yeah. Not every dildo is a one-of-a-kind work of art, Mike. Yeah. Okay? A lot of them are pretty nice looking, though. I've got to be honest with you. They look like... Pretty much they got look like the real thing, a lot of these. Look... I'm just looking behind you and seeing your shelf back there, and I just want you to know, not everybody can afford to put together the kind of collection, you know, that you've got. Mike is the Willy Wonka of dildos. This guy's got so, this guy's got so many. There's so many different colors of dildos, shapes, sizes. Uh, it's uh, it's. I mean, it's it's fun. Don't get me wrong to collect these things, but it, uh, I mean, it's like anything. It's like anything else. It gets uh, gets tiresome after a while. It gets boring. <laughs> You're bored with it. I'm bored with it. I'm trying to, you know, should I be like a sailboat guy? Should I be like a, yeah, I'm trying to that pivot? Is, I think that's the natural progression. Yeah, from from dildos to sailboats. Um. Anyways, that was that, Mike. That's all I had on the Yoni steamer. I don't know. I I want to do right by Yoni steamers. I want to. I want to hear them. I want to accept. Don't say see them or whatever. Don't say that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I want to be fair to Yoni like Steamer. going to say, hear them, see them. There's other stuff you can do besides that. Um, I, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know a lot. Of, I don't know. You know what? I think I'll, I'll say this. We have, we need more research needs to be done. All the, all the facts aren't in yet. Yeah. Can we get some scientists on it to figure out if it works or not? Let's get. I mean. They can't all be doing this. You can't tell me all of the scientists are in the same room working on this. The this COVID whole stuff. They can Come break. On. They can break a couple off and work on the pussy There's stuff. There's some scientists who are still like developing flavors for Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, like they're not all doing COVID nineteen. Get them on the pussy. Take take some guys who are trying to figure out the next cinnamon twist donut with extra raspberry airhead fruit. Sprinkles. I love that the, the the only other field of science that you have a reference for is like food science, R&D. That's the first thing you come up with. Okay. I, I know there's other kinds. <laughs> there's like, uh, what, dissecting frogs? Sure. Um, I actually can't think of another kind right now, but I'll get back to you. Um, that's it. That's all I had on that, Mike. Do you want to do the six pack now? Okay. I guess. Welcome to the motherfucking six pack. Uh, Mike, let's do six Kickstarters. I will do the first one. I'm in charge. Um, I'm going to tell you right now about the Butter Hub, Mike. It's a smarter butter dish. Finally. This is a stylish butter dish with a magnet. Say, say that five times fast. I don't want to. 
It's a stylish butter dish with a magnetic lid to hold a knife, extended feet to keep butter mess off the table, and easy scoop ramps. Everything you could ever fucking... I mean, it sounds like they went down the list of things you could ask for and just checked them off one by one until they had nothing but checks. Uh, yeah, actually, you're looking in your pantry right now, Mike. Mike eats checks mix is what I'm trying to fucking say to you people. If you'll fucking open up your ears and listen, um, the butter hub. This is uh, this is interesting to me actually, Mike, as somebody who only just this year came around to putting butter out at room temp. Mm-hmm. This was not a part of my life until my kids got into eating buttered toast. Yeah, and I said. This is fucking crazy. I'm taking the butter because I, when I have butter, I'm only cooking with it. So when I take it out of the fridge and put it in the pot, there's no difference to me. In fact, a lot of times it's better for baking. You throw some cold butter in the, the, the flour mix there and you get you get a better product. But for for eating on toast, you got to have it at room temp because otherwise you're destroying bread to put it on there, right? Yep. You gotta and have, I guess there's nothing like a little uh, room temp butter on your on your toast, JF. But everybody else has been doing this their whole lives, right? Everyone else has had a butter dish and they leave the butter out and then they use it on stuff. Yeah, I think I remember my grandparents doing that when I was a kid. So it's been my parents didn't do it. Yeah, we didn't do it either. We didn't have what we did was is we had a we had the tub of uh, country crock. Yeah, exactly. So we're from. Ohio, and we all eat country crock here, or whatever. I'm not making fun of you. I'm telling you that's what I—that's my experience. We had country crock because because what we had decided at that point in America was that regular butter wasn't bad for you enough. We had to actually <laughs> put some sugar in it or whatever the fuck is in that, like soybean oil and stuff. Um, so I didn't—I didn't have this. So we just recently started doing this, and I got the little butter dish. And my kids can go in and get a little pat of butter. I can go in and get the pat of butter. The knife then goes into the dishwasher or the sink, right? This is not... It's not It's not absolutely the hardest thing in the world to get butter. You know? It's pretty plug and play. Mm-hmm. But these guys have reinvented the wheel a little bit. Um, and I'm going to play the video now. This is Butter Hub. A smarter butter dish with innovative design. A magnet to hold the included knife. Extended feet to keep butter mess off the table. Ramps to scoop up butter. An edge to scrape off the knife. And everything can be carried with one hand. Regular butter dishes are bulky and require two hands to pick up. Then you have to go searching for a knife with the other hand. With Butterhub, you pick it up easily with one hand. And the knife is magnetically fixed to the lid. So it goes with the dish. Most dish lids are flat, and when they get messy, they leave a ring of butter everywhere you set them down. We've designed feet on the butter hub, so even if it gets very messy, the butter is held fully off the table. With other butter dishes, it is difficult to scoop the butter off the tray. Now that is this is the money shot right here for me. <laughs> this is so funny. This is exactly like uh, the black and white footage of the fucking person tripping over themselves. This is exactly yes. it. It's so funny. The, so so what they're doing here in this scene is they've got the butter on a traditional butter dish, and they have not taken the liberty of rubbing a pad of butter all over the outside of it to make it look like this. That's how messy all butter dishes are for people who have never seen one before. This one just looks normal, and they've the guy cuts off a pad of butter. 
and then just basically does like a bunch of tricks with it. Like he's got one of those little finger he's flipping skateboards. flipping it around like it's a fucking uh, uh, finger, like a tech deck or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but the thing that they were talking about before, uh, oh, we, uh, uh, traditional butter dishes are dirty or whatever. And the fucking thing that they showed was all filthy. Just clean it off. Like, why, how is that a off, sticking yeah. point for you that yeah. you have to get one with like a, a feet on it? So it's not on the directly on the table. You lazy fuck, just grab a fucking paper towel and clean it off. What the hell's wrong with you? Because what they're saying is, is you can keep your butter dish dirtier longer <laughs> yeah. with ours. <laughs> Listen, I'm. I know we're at the point right. We we have not been throwing anything away. Everything goes in the freezer if we're not able to eat it. We are conserving shit around here like we have never done before. We have really ramped it up. But I will tell you this right now. If I have two tablespoons of butter on the butter dish and the outside of it looks like the fucking predator just walked through and tried to get some butter. I'm going to toss it and clean it. I'm not holding on to the 15 cents of butter to keep it, to just make sure everything stays filthy. Cut your losses at a certain point. It's okay to move on. Like you don't have to, you can always warm up some other butter. I just, that, that, I don't know. This is absolutely nuts. And it, it goes on for another, like, I mean, this goes Three on for hours. so long. That's, that's the runtime on this Showing thing. so much. So people struggling with butter so much. Um, and then the scoops on the end, like, keep the butter on the knife. Like, can you not keep the butter on your knife? <laughs> and then you put the knife back on the top. The knife is filthy with butter. And then you put it back on top of the thing. No wonder your shit's so filthy. Look, they're wiping it. You see how they're wiping it on the edges? This is $16,000 of the $1,000 goal. 739 backers. Still yeah. 31 days to go. The market, the free market has decided this is a winner, JF. We got... I don't know. Oh, and she's doing like some kind of thing now where it's like she can't drop it no matter how hard she tries. Oh, I almost dropped this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is so funny. You have to have two hands to hold any normal uh, butter dish. I, I mean. And then you got to go get a knife. I mean, what the hell? Are we in hell right now? I got to go get a knife out of my drawer? <sighs> that is uh, that is absolutely wild to me. Um, these people love, they said they were making bread in Seattle. Don't know what Seattle has to do with it. I guess that's just where they live. I don't know. Maybe don't say where you live on here. Um, for, let's see, 13 bucks, you get the dish with the knife. That's not that expensive because this thing is plastic. It's not glass. It's not ceramic. Like some of the ones that you might get at the store that have no tech in them whatsoever. Uh, so they can make them for, for 13 bucks. That's, um... You know, that ain't bad. You throw it in the dishwasher, it says here. I don't know if I would do that with the magnet on top. Um, but it uh, looks like these people have done Kickstarter before. So that's good, I guess. They've uh, they've created four other things. Let's see. They did... Uh, oh, actually, it's just three versions of Zubits, which are... Uh, it magnetizes your shoelaces... They mm-hmm. become fast and easy to put on. So they did. They did Zubits one, and they got. Uh, let's see. They did. They did three hundred sixty-two thousand dollars in business for the Zubits one, so that you don't have to tie your shoes anymore. Uh, then they did for the Zubits two. They nailed down four hundred eleven thousand uh, dollars. Then Zubits. 
uh, they just did it again for another two hundred grand. Um, so they've made some fucking cash on here. So these guys know what they're doing. Um, I guess they're just you know they're designers by trade or whatever. So the Zubits it's like you beforehand you take all your laces and you put them through these little catches in a certain way. Um, and then you can just slap them together and it cinches your laces tight and then you can just pull them apart. So I assume that's for someone who would like that. People have a hard time tying their shoes. I guess that's reasonable that they might want this magnet product, Mm -hmm. but for everything else, I don't know that, uh, although I did, I did the other day, I did do the thing that I always do, which is, um, I love, uh, I love getting, not my nice tennis shoes that I that I take care of, but the ones I just slip on to go do whatever. Yeah. I will just jam my fucking foot down in those. Just fucking... <laughs> I'm absolutely crushing my shoe to go to the mailbox, you know? I don't care. They're my fuck-around shoes. You don't do that? I do that. I got a pair what of... You, I got a pair what of... What do you uh, do? What are they? What are the... What are the shoes I have? He's looking up his shoes... I have a pair of the Pharrell Adidas. They're so comfortable, though. Oh, those real squishy ones. They're so comfortable. Yeah, but they're old, they're old. Yeah, and like the, you know the the insert and the inside. There's like a little flap of material that's all fucked up. They're all fucked up. I gotta throw them out. But if I'm just like going, you know, outside or something, I'll toss them on. You're gonna go get the paper outside. If I go, walk- yeah, I'll go get the paper. If I'm walking the dog. Yeah, you you hop right out the front door. Uh, you got your coffee in one hand. You got your newspaper in the other. Mm-hmm. You got your uh, Pharrells on your feet. You got your robe on. You open that front door, and what do you hear uh, from your next door neighbor? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah, boy, that's fun. That's the butter hub. Sixteen grand of a grand. Seven hundred and thirty-nine backers. Thirty-one days to go. They're gonna make. They're probably going to make another six figgies off of the Butterhub. Good for them. I don't know. I don't get it. Mike, what's your one? Here's one called the Toilet Foot. The Toilet Foot. Uh, I think if, Now, if I'm not mistaken, Jeff, you had a, a case of Toilet Foot about six to eight uh, months ago. Is that correct? Yeah, I had a real bad case of Toilet Foot, Mike. Um, got on an airplane and uh, came back home, and they said, "Oh boy, we're gonna have to put him down." I said, "No, doc, no! Mm-hmm. They were gonna kill me for having toilet foot." Yeah. Just kidding. I'm still alive. Uh, were you scared? I was actually scared for a second, and then I was okay. like, "Well, he's still here." And then I was like, "Well, maybe they, in exchange, said, well, I guess we can cut it off instead.'" And then you right. got like maybe like a robot leg or something. Robot leg, yeah. The toilet foot, no more spread of disease with your hands on the toilet. Hygienic system to add to the conventional toilet lever. Use your foot. Now, this is like a little ball on the ground here that you step on. Not a bad, like kind of like the last one that you that you just had would, uh, would help people with a lot of disabilities and whatnot. I could see that. Probably. I don't, I'm not, I don't know that stepping on a thing on the floor is easier for a lot of folks than like a yeah. the toilet the handle on the th- I'm not sure that that makes sense but they're not they don't market it like that anyways they market it like it's something if you don't want to touch your own toilet a toilet is so nasty I installed a bidet a couple days ago because I got one on Amazon yeah 
during that whole strike thing that was going on. Right. I said, I got to have, you know, a clean asshole. Yeah. Striker, well, yeah, they, striker, no. I believe they would understand that, don't you think? Popped on Prime now, and I said, I need it within one hour or two. Oh, you need it right now. Okay. Um, no tip. But I found it today on set, because I followed that fucking... I'm not going to talk about it, but I got, I got, uh, it was like 17 bucks and I was like, I, I could use a clean asshole from time to time. Yeah. Every now and then don't spoil yourself. Um, so you're, you're down there on the ground next to where you, that you piss and shit, you know, installing that damn thing. Yeah. So nasty. The toilet is so gross. Nobody wants to touch it. I understand why. I, under, I actually understand why turds hang out in that damn thing. They're like two peas in a pot, a, tur- a tur- turd in a toilet. You know what? Now that you say it, it actually makes, does make a certain amount of sense that that's where poops sense. is. Yeah, of course. Right. So the turds in the toilet, he's looking around, he's like, yeah, I think I could get used to this. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, actually. Oh, it's my <laughs> buddy Piss. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> Cummy tissue, hats off to you. Going around the room. <laughs> um, sounds like you're not flushing a lot over there, Mike. Trying um, to save, trying everybody's trying to conserve, like you said, yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to not just throw my all my toilet water out. Right? Yeah, you might need it. Let's see. This says toilet foot presentation in English, so that's good right off the bat. You know, Are you you're, you're to going to be hearing the English. Toilet lever with your hand. Well, me too, and you're right. How can you know when the toilet lever was cleaned? A multitude of microorganisms, such as. I want to answer that question. Yeah, and I think this is actually a really important point because I know I know we have a lot of young people listening to the show who may be living in their own place for the first time in their whole lives, and I think what is important to realize and what they will realize, but I, I want to tell them now: if you're if you're living in your place for the first time and you were used to maybe someone else helping you out with some of the cleaning and stuff, um. What you're going to come to find is actually when you are on your own, the last time that something was cleaned is when you did it. So, and that's actually kind of a rude awakening, I think, for a lot of folks is, uh, is if you leave some shit around and you come back in like a day, that shit is still actually going to be there probably. Yeah. That's the fuck. You actually have to, that's what sucks. It'd be fucking great if somebody came along and picked up all the stuff. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Staring at my... That's one of the things, like, you if you, you stare at your toilet... You know, I have a bidet seat as well. Not to talk about my asshole on the program. Because I have some respect for our listeners. Mm-hmm. But I use a, a concentrated stream of water to clean out my ass and my bunghole. And sometimes you lift that lid up and you kind of go, Oh, boy. When is the last time somebody cleaned under here? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, it is when I did it last. Yeah, do you want to be, sh- You are you unsure about when it was clean? You got to do it yourself, I think, you know, to be sure. You need to get in there and do it. So when you said, when you said you got down on the floor and there was a bunch of piss everywhere, that kind of made me wonder. I didn't say there was piss everywhere. I didn't say that there was like a turd outside of the toilet where it should not be or anything. I just said it was, it was disgusting. No, you made it very clear. A, the turds go in the toilet. The that toilet is a, a, a disgusting place to be, is what I was saying. Because of how much piss there is outside of it, specifically. <laughs> Who cares what was outside of my toilet? Uh, piss? Shit? <laughs> okay. 
This is uh, it's this is supposed to be more hygienic, huh? Because this guy said he's actually scared to touch the toilet. Mm-hmm. And also, his toilet looks kind of broken. I just wanted to say, like, it's clear that he's at one point he was touching it because he touched it hard enough to break it. Just get some. Why wouldn't you just get some gloves? You know, that's what I did when I was installing that thing. Just get some gloves and you go ham. You don't have to. My kid, right. my kid's eleven. He doesn't like to. He doesn't like to. He'll do the part where you take out the uh, the, the dishes that are done. He won't load the dirty dish. He doesn't like to touch. I'm like, homie, just put on put on the gloves. Oh yeah, you can go wild. Yeah, you can do that. I so wait. So which part does he like to do? When they're the, he likes putting the clean ones away. I mean, he doesn't like it, but the putting the clean ones away that's worse. I would rather put the dirty ones in than take the clean ones out. Yeah. Sounds like me and your boy got to get together on this. Would you fucking uh, talk to him, dude? I don't... I mean, he also needs the other talk, to. Okay, that's out of my... Uh, hey, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> Actually, I, I, need him, I might need him to tell me a few things. You know, I'm, I'm sitting over here going, what? You know. That's funny. Don't talk about sex stuff with my kid, though. That's over the line, even for the... I mean, we fuck around a lot on here, but... Yeah, got it. Got it. <laughs> Toilet foot. Toilet foot. It says backers pledged three hundred and thirty-eight dollars on average to help bring this creative project to life. So that's something new they're doing now. They're putting the average pledge on the page. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. Oh wow! One got by you. <laughs> yeah, they. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It says it's got three backers, and I, it says here if you look at the backers in the pledge levels, you can see that one did one thousand dollars. They did the $1,000 for donors diamond medalist on our website. So it's just, they just give them a thousand bucks to be on their website. So what, you know, what, what the other ones did, did the other ones give $1 maybe? Not a hundred percent sure. Cause no one else wanted a reward, but, uh, but it says that it'll save stuff from a landfill somehow, I guess, because other flushing mechanisms use a battery. I guess. Oh yeah, these magic eye systems, like the uh, the auto when you go to the urinal, you know. Yeah. Okay, like the, I know those. The timer thing. Those are probably hardwired, though. I would think, right? Ladies probably listening to this shit, and they're like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" Yeah, urinal. Oh, that's true. That's right. Women don't use toilets. That's a good point, Mike. <laughs> what do you think they have? I'm curious. No, really. Tell me what you really think, Mike. I want to know what you think when you go to the bathroom on. I wouldn't possibly presume. Yeah. You know, I think it's, uh, I would be a it. Uh-huh. Go, uh, yes, go on. Anyway, I don't know. What do they have? Dig like up, a, stupid. A hole in there in the ground. And they all okay. crowd around the same big hole. and Lucky guess. Saws everything in there. There's a bunch of my old t-shirts in there that I come back and retrieve later. Okay, you got one. Good for you. <laughs> Don't touch the toilet, toilet lever ever. I would never touch the, uh, I mean, it's gross, the toilet, you know? The toilet lever, but he's specifically the lever, he's saying. Don't touch the toilet lever. And he's got like, he's got like a PowerPoint of different people flushing the toilet. There's a dead bug upside down. He's like, oh, I got to wash my hands. This is, uh, this is weird. It, it strikes me, it strikes me maybe that someone who is uncomfortable flushing their own toilet at home would have a hard time installing a bladder system that will assist them to flush their toilet, but maybe you get a pro to do that. 
This is just uh This is probably useful for somebody, I would say. You think it, there is a use case I for this? I think there's maybe a use case for this. And do, but do you think it's to know. prevent infection in your own home? No. No. Because if you're using the... To- Let's be clear. Well, I may be clear. When you're using the toilet, you are touching your genitals and asshole. Yeah. Is there a new way to do it that I don't know about? Am I am I wrong? Am, am, hey, am I am I talking? Am I losing my shit? Tell me seriously. Sometimes I wonder: Am I losing my fucking mind? Um, because I think when you go to the bathroom, you're touching your genitals and your asshole, just as a matter of doing business. Yeah, shaking hands. Is that not right? Shaking hands with the devil. Um, I'm saying that's what you got to do in there. So to me, the toilet lever is like it's all part of the same. Yeah. Unless you're going to invent something I can step on that will pull my penis out for me. <laughs> That's, I mean, I think you got to go on. So there's certain websites you can go on to do that. To get something my penis pulled? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, you know, I'll take a note of it right now and I'll, I'll look at it. Step on this ball that flushes the toilet for you. I think that's not, I mean... But you still got to touch your ass, dude. That's what I'm saying. You're still touching your ass. Yeah. But if you got a bidet or something, at least your asshole you, is clean off. You still have clean. to dry your ass. We've come. I feel like we've come so far as a people, but we're still so far, so far in the in the dark ages. Still, you still have to touch your own asshole. You still have to touch your own ass. Yeah, I know. We know as a as a race, as a race of humans, we know more about the dark side of the moon than we do about not touching our own ass. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? I saw that on science.com. We know, you know, we send, we can send a man to the moon, but we can't make one look at my asshole and figure out what's going on with it. I feel this like. needs some help. Yeah. That's toilet foot, Mike. Um, how about I do one called robot under development to investigate area 51? Could I do that? Would that be okay? Let's hear it. Robot under development to investigate area 51. We want to develop a project. A project based on a robot capable of flying over Area 51 and taking videos and photos. Duh. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to play the video here. Now, what do you see when you look at this, Mike? Looks like we're f- flying over uh, Nevada here. Got some... We got the Groom Lake, what appears to be Groom Lake in the background. That's a the oh, Air Force wow. Base testing site. Um, Good pull. Flying at an altitude of about 1,600 feet. Uh, just looking at the base, it looks like, JF. Yeah, and what does it look like to you? I, to me, just to my untrained eye, I see a lot of dirt and maybe a building. Yeah, it looks like dog shit, JF. That's right. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of what this guy wants to do. He says, we're a team of ambitious young people who want to develop a project based on a robot capable of flying over Area 51 and taking aerial images of the place without being detected. That's interesting. We're tired of being told what to believe, and we have decided to go on our own to investigate the place, risking our safety. Want to fly over the place with a robot? Create a documentary showing the whole truth about this mystery. Okay. I love the I love the idea that the United States military is so powerful. Uh huh. And the government is is so insanely. Uh, I mean. But the the one thing that would break this whole thing wide open is if these guys could get a uh, drone 
and fly it over Area 51. Like, that's that's what's going to crack the fucking... If they could get, like, a $900 DJI... They, the fucking Air Force guys didn't didn't anticipate someone flying over the place. So they've, yeah. they kept Wait a minute, you can just go over the, the top? We, they parked the fucking flying saucer in the parking spot outside. They didn't put it in the covered garage or whatever. Yeah. There's just a big alien out there smoking on the outside of the building. Oh. He's like, ah, we got him. Meanwhile, they're parked four feet from the electric fence because you have to be close to the thing to fly it. It's just, a, or it's, I guess that it's the same shit as like uh, the. I mean, like all the conspiracy fucking the QAnon. Yeah, it's the same fucking. It's just so funny. So do we need to get? In, we need to get into that stuff. We need to get into conspiracy stuff. Yeah. I think we're losing. Why haven't we? Is there a reason? We should investigate the reason why we haven't get to the bottom oh, of it. That's interesting. So basically, so here's the pitch. Mm-hmm. There seems to be there seems to be a lot of money uh, and interest in uh, talking about conspiracy theories on the internet. So why haven't Mike and JF, two guys who famously would like to have more money, mm-hmm. started talking about them and put some like put like a music bed in yeah. there? Yeah, that's kind of like X Filesy or whatever, and then it's like, and then, and then over a tw- over a twelve part series, we'll reveal the re- the true answer behind uh, Mike and JF not making money off of conspiracies, and it's because uh, they're boring and they are stupid. Don't have any ideas, good or bad. They're, just they're not smart. So, I don't know how we could do twelve episodes of that, but we've done hundred and fifty, I think. So we could probably. <laughs> Figure it out. Um, for two bucks, you get access to the images and video. Okay. Two bucks? For 12 bucks, you get access to the documents. That's not bad. So I guess also part of this will be the robot will hover over and like extend uh, a large Looney Tunes magnet down into one of the buildings mm-hmm. and just kind of suck up like anything that's in there. Yeah. Like a computer maybe. Um, for $111, you get access to the docs and also you get, uh, it says your name, it says your name, but it doesn't really say what your name is, but you will get real time access to the robots transmission. So I guess you can watch live as these guys get pummeled by <laughs> just uh, riddled with bullets, <laughs> military police. Yeah. Uh, and for a thousand bucks, you also get uh, you get to decide where they fly the drone. Um, That's awesome. And I guess a drone probably costs roughly a thousand bucks. So I would just say, if you want to cut out the middleman here, just go, maybe go buy your own drone and go get killed at Area Fifty One by yourself, and you don't have to you call f- these guys. You fly it to your house and then you, like not give it back to them. That's fun. Fair trade. You spent the money, huh? I mean, you. Hey, you took the risk. You were the investor. That's capitalism, okay? Um, Area fifty one, Mike. You saw you saw the thing this week, right? About the alien guys and then the the fighter pilot saying, "Oh, I couldn't keep up with them." It's like, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe get a different job then. Yeah, put put up your foot on the gas. You're in a goddamn jet. It's so funny to me. Like, if you were anything else, if his if his job were anything else. And going on TV and saying, I'm not good enough at my job to keep up with an alien. It's like, you would be fired in a minute. Yeah. If I did that, if I got on the news, if I went on and said, Katie Couric, oh, Mrs. Katie Couric, I love you so much. You look so great in that sensible pantsuit. Mm-hmm. I'd love to sing an anthem about it, you know. 
if I said, Katie, I I don't think I can po- I I can't podcast. I was podcasting with an alien, and he was riffing, and I wasn't able to riff with the alien at all. He was destroying all of my riffs. Um, how does he? Just, how is he so quick on the on the fucking? You know, he was able to think of a Picasso painting in under five seconds, and I was I was sitting there with my thumb up my ass. I couldn't think of anything. You know, uh, when I said Mike walked out his door and came up with a rock song, he came up with like 10 alts on the rock song riff that I couldn't even, I didn't even heard of those songs. I would be so fucking embarrassed if that happened to me. Yeah. And this guy does it without shame. I don't get it. But did you watch the video? I didn't watch it, no. Do you think it's real? Considering you haven't seen it and are showing no interest in the topic, do you think? Oh, it's you talking real? about the the? I thought you were talking about the Kickstarter video, but I saw the the UFO video. Yeah, with the the Air Force guy. What do you think about that? I mean, some some lights or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's so groundbreaking about it. Just the fact that they don't know what it is. The fact that some guy doesn't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think? Probably a little green men in there? Probably. I would assume so. So the only logical explanation for it is outer space aliens who have been keeping an eye on our civilization for probably as long as it's been around, just keeping tabs on us, not interacting with us in any way, just kind of keeping an eye in the sky, as it were, no pun intended, but... No pun intended, but accepted. Mm -hmm. I mean, thank you for the pun. Yeah. And then sometimes think, they'll uh, pick a guy up and then they'll look in his asshole and see what's up with it. I'll say this guy clearly has a bidet. You can mm-hmm. just tell. Yep. This guy just got his bidet. His shit is red. It is, it is wet as hell, this asshole. It's, <laughs> this guy's asshole is wet. And that's good to us. Are we they, like that. Are they all like this? We need to look at... <laughs> uh, 12 bucks of $55,472. Unreal. Don't know what the... I mean, this doesn't even seem to be... On its face, this would be one of those things where it's like some idiot has a YouTube channel and needs an idea. Mm-hmm. That's what you might think it is, but 55 grand and then no mention of YouTube? That's just... I don't... I don't know what the scam is of this. Why you would need 55 grand to do something this stupid. We have a high risk of being detected in Area 51. We put our lives and safety at stake, so we know that it is dangerous to go to the place and take pictures. Even so, we are very affected to do so, to show the world what is really happening. Uh, you are going to be killed immediately. Does this, oh, do, shot do, these guys, do, the, do the Area 51 guys deal with this every day? I'm actually curious, because I know there was that thing last year or the year before, or whatever, where everyone was like, they can't stop us all at once. Mm-hmm. We can do the funny thing from anime outside the gate, and I guess yeah. we'll all be alive. And the news was there and everything. I remember that. And then I assume nothing came of that. I think people were arrested, but that's we it. We are but, on location where several idiots are attempting yeah. to uh, do something. <laughs> An insane news story. But, but I just wonder, is, is it every day that somebody just drives up and like... It have to be. Does a Yui in the driveway or something? There's all these videos on YouTube of these guys trying to see how close they can get or whatever. <laughs> right. Like, oh, once people found out about Area 51, like, we didn't haul the aliens somewhere else. Let's be honest, people. They took them to uh, Area 52. Oh, my God. Of course. So Of course they did. And that's right next door, but nobody can figure out how to get in there. Yeah. We need an even bigger drone. We need $60,000 to get into Area 52, gang. Let's do it. Um, 
Aliens are fake. Uh, that's all I have for the robot under development to investigate Area 51. I didn't even remember. <laughs> robot under development. That's a that's a real strong pitch for we need to buy a drone. Yeah. Come on. Um, I got one called uh, Smoke IT. Smoke IT. Don't mind if I do. I'm just joking. That's not why I picked this one. I didn't pick it. You picked it. So don't say that's why I picked it. That's why I picked it for you. <laughs> a new startup idea operating in the field of delivery shop at home. Yep. Okay. So You got that right. Have you ever had to spend your time going to tobacconists or vending machines? Oh, this guy's from Italy. So maybe tobacconists are a bigger thing over there. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself in need of smoking at work or in the company of friends? Have you ever run out of cigarettes or having to ration the last ones you find in your pocket to make? Okay, I thought this was maybe just a delivery thing. Thanks to the service provided by the fast delivery men, smoke smoke it. I thought it was like a technology thing. <laughs> smoke it will take care of connecting the customer with the tobacco seller. For this purpose, application is compatible with any operating system, blah, 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 blah. So this is a cigarette delivery service. Yeah. That is uh, so stupid. Yeah, but the video rocks. This is, it's two minutes of this. I know. I, I watched the video, and that's why I was like, oh, this is like an IT thing, or like a delivery thing, because the video does not tell you anything at all. It's it's a stock video of people dancing in a bunch of smoke. Doing but it's like it's like different color, like neon-colored smoke doing yeah, kickflips. They're like on the skateboard and stuff. So I was like, oh. One. Yeah, this is clearly some kind of conceptual piece. Or just some stock video they found. Which is fine. Sometimes you gotta do that, you know? Yeah, sometimes you gotta have athletes kicking around uh, neon. For your, for your, uh, for your cigarette delivery service, Mike. Kind of want to smoke now. Kind of sounds cool. Because of the video? Yeah. Um... Well, for $111, you get a month of free service. So I guess that just depends on, do you think you can smoke $111 worth of cigarettes in a month? I think Probably I, in Italy, right? I think I could, yeah. I mean, in Italy, what's 100 euros is, what is that, like six, seven packs of smokes over there? In a month? I could do it. I'm a, I'm a love, I, love smoke, I love smoking cigarettes. <laughs> One thing I've noticed, um, I don't know if you've noticed this too, because you said you you started watching it. I watched. I've been watching that ninety day fiance before the ninety days. Mm-hmm. One thing I have noticed is that virtually all of the characters smoke in the show. Yeah, but they take great pains to edit that out. Yeah, and I like I, I'm not up to date on what the what the laws are surrounding cigarette smoking and, and vaping and stuff. Here, here's what I remember being the case. I don't know if this is completely accurate or if it's accurate now, but what I remember being the case is like, you can't advertise for cigarettes on television um, or like before a movie or whatever. You can't, you, you can't do it like you can do it in magazines though. Right. So you could still thumb through a highlights magazine and see an ad for cools. Yeah. That that was permissible. Um, 
and then if you if you showed smoking in media, you had to immediately afterwards show like a negative effect of the smoking. So if you you have somebody smoking, you got to show them coughing. And if you don't do that, then it affects your rating. So you can't get like a PG-13 if someone smokes and says, this is cool. You have to show them taking a drag and then like barfing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the case is for reality TV. Because if you just show like a great big ugly lady smoking <laughs> and screaming, I feel like you're, the connection is working for you. Like you don't have to do that much more work, do you, to show that it's not good to do? Because she looks like a total psycho and she's smoking and yelling at Nigerian guys for not respecting her. Like, you don't necessarily need to do the work there, do you? Yeah, I don't know. It seems like uh, if it's a documentary, it's a documentary and it's judged maybe differently. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. But have you noticed that? How it's like you can, you can like see the, because you can see how they cut in, like they zoom in and you can like see the cigarette mm-hmm. smoke trailing yeah, 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 off yeah. cam a little bit. Isn't that weird how they do yeah. that? Even with the even with the e-cigarettes, like even with vaping and stuff, it's like you can see it in their hand, but they'll they'll cut away, they'll do B-roll or they'll cut away during that time. I, it's like it's almost distracting for me a little bit. <laughs> Bring back it's smoking. Bring back smoking. JF says he loves smoking so much. And he wants. I just don't get it. They're going out of their way to show that these people who are like we all agree are psychotic. Yeah. Maybe don't smoke. Don't. I just don't know. We're, ta- we're talking about every other aspect of their lives. Very strange. I don't know. I don't know, but anyways, you picked this one because you love smoking. Mm-hmm. What else? Mm-hmm. Was that all you had on it? That's all I had on it. Was that all your notes on this one, Mike? Yeah. It's, uh, smoke IT. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Uh, I'll do my last one, Mike, and then, of course, you'll have your next one ready to go. Uh, Better Politics, Please, is what I'm going to do now. This one says, starting a conversation about better politics in our country, starting with a book of profiles and potentially launching a website. Now, guys, this is what we're going to do on this one. This is interesting. So if you weren't interested before, now you can be interested. This is We're going to do the, the YKS Listen Up Challenge. I'm going to play the video... And then I want you guys to tell me where you had to stop listening to this video. Okay, here we go. Politics can be pretty divisive and depressing. What happened to hope? Hi, my name is Kevin Hendricks. I'm a writer, and I run a local news site about my hometown. Too often, politics feels like a battleground where we lob accusations back and forth, and the other side is evil. Okay, did you have to cut out here? Did you have to cut out here where the guy says sometimes we're all lobbing accusations at each other? Did he... Is there anything he said untrue, though? Yeah. <sighs> Shut up. That's not a problem that will be solved in November with an election win or loss on either side. We need to do better, especially in these difficult times. And I know it's possible. Here's right-wing conservative Ted Cruz in snark-free agreement with left-wing liberal AOC. Oh, did you have to cut out there where he said Ted Cruz and AOC were agreeing? Or did you soldier on to his next point about unity in politics? Moments like this give me hope. But a national emergency shouldn't be the only time politicians get along. People will always disagree, but we can at least try to play nice. How about here? Where he's pictured in Arlington National Cemetery saying we should play nice. (laughs) 
What is this? How would you describe this is artwork here, Mike? What is this? Um, some some hand drawn artwork. Tom goes to the mayor ish. Yeah, but uh, and he's like shaking back and forth when he talks in a very annoying way. <sighs> I want to lift up rare stories of civility and joy among our elected officials. So I'm launching a project to share stories of better politics. It will start with a book of political profiles. You might love some more than others, but the goal is to find something to celebrate in each person, no matter their party. I hope you'll join me by backing this. Up first, Strom Thurmond. <laughs> Strom Thurmond. <laughs> oh man, these people do exist in real life. They're not just on Twitter. These people also like get, get off of the computer and like go walk around and are like. They're in your, just thinking to themselves. They're in your. They're in your parks. They're in your schools. They're in your. Uh, yeah. They're all around you. Look to your left. Look to your right. Statistically, one of those people will think it's good politics to agree with people. That's what good is. <sighs> Kickstarter campaign and starting a conversation. The initial goal is a book of twenty-five profiles. It will feature artist Carolyn Swizz. Hi there. Who will add some fun illustrations in her quirky style. If this strikes a chord like I hope it will, there are also stretch goals to make the book bigger, add more illustrations, start a website, and more. If we want to make civic engagement civil, it starts with we the people. I hope you'll join me in creating better politics, please. All right. Look. So, I mean... Go ahead and refute, I guess, what he said. That he should. Well, I'll just. Why don't I just debate him? <laughs> well, I get together with this guy. We'll do a debate. All the proceeds from the debate will go to charity. Yes, of course. Yes. You know that way everything is uh, good. You know, if a charity benefited and we were nice to each other, then everything is fine. You know. Oh man, it would be so nice to think that way, huh? That everything was. Everything could, oh, everything could work out. Oh, man. That's so nice. That's kind of cool. You have to I treat like people that. with respect, you know, no matter what people think, right? If we could, no matter what people think. If we could come together. Yeah. Just think of, uh, all these, this is what this idiot all these, says. all these guys in politics aren't, aren't, uh, snakes. <laughs> Just money grabbing yeah. snakes. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. They're there to represent the will of the people, not to uh, grab power. That's awesome. Here we go. Why me, he says. Well, frankly, I wish it wasn't me. For the past few months, I've been telling people, I have this crazy idea. Talk me out of it. You should have called us. A few have told me it won't work, but no one has said it's a bad idea. It is a bad idea. <laughs> it sucks. You're stupid. Many have told me to go for it. Don't go for it. So here goes. I ran the church communication blog, Church Marketing Sucks, for 15 years. I saw firsthand the power of content to start a conversation and create a movement. I think the same needs to be done for politics. Professionally, I'm in a bit of a transition. Church Marketing Sucks was a mainstay for most of my career, and now it's done. Not only am I feeling the loss of income, but there's the loss of purpose. I spent the past six months or so wondering what's next. This might be it, or at least I'm willing to take my shot. This guy had a blog called Church Marketing Sucks. Okay. That's kind of weird, huh? <laughs> no? That is kind of weird. 
Is that good? Our mission is to frustrate, educate, and motivate the church to communicate. God damn, off the off the dome, he's like spitting with un- uncompromising clarity the truth of Jesus Christ. JC, big JC, JF, you know that guy. Uh, I've heard tell. Was he making money off this? Oh, the Lord, the good Lord has provided for him. Oh yeah, that's true. Podcast. Oh, I'm clicking the podcast tag on church marketing sucks. The social media mistakes episode. Uh, huh. Church marketing. Church marketing sucks. Content. Your Kickstarter sucks. Not going to look into it any further. I'm sure he thought of this well before we did. So no reason oh. to get. Well, he said he was doing it in 2004. So maybe we should let sleeping dogs <laughs> lie on that front. I'm feeling kind of litigious here, JF. We might have to. <laughs> Wow. So this guy's uh, got some stuff going on, huh? Yeah. Are you posting the right time of day? That's interesting. Well, anyways, I would love to be this dog-brained idiot. Um, 15 bucks, 18 bucks, gets you a copy of the book. Um, $1,229 pledged of $3,000, 23 backers, 30 days to go. This uh, th- this is a very particular type of guy. This is definitely in our, in our big uh, in our big book of types of guy. This is one of them, right? Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is the type of guy you can be, like a a positivity grift guy, is how I would describe him. Maybe before I, I haven't learned everything about this guy, but it seems to be that, right? And there's a lot of them. Um, I mean, he sounds pretty this, genuine, but I think maybe, like you said, he's just a dog brain moron. That's what I'm saying, but positivity grift doesn't depend on sincerity to me. Yeah. I don't think you have to be uh, cynically calculating because, like, there are so many people who are. There are so many people who realize, you know, like, uh, what, like, the, uh, what's the, what's the pastor guy who said he was going to, like, heal people by, uh, Kenneth, uh... Copeland. Yeah, that guy is a... Fr- I mean, all those pastor guys, for instance, are total freaks. Those yeah, are... Yeah, I think that they're... they're. I mean, they know... They though. know what they're doing. They know... They live in the real world. So I, they know I think that. I would classify that in a different... Yeah. ...than this guy who's just, uh, I think, a moron. <laughs> yeah, but I think if, if you're selling positivity, it doesn't matter if you get it or not. Because yeah. you're still selling positivity. You know what I mean? So I think it, he may not realize he's being fooled as well, but I but I still think it's it's part of the same thing. So like, he writes this shit where he's highlighting a Republican mayor in a Twin City suburb. This is uh, let's see, uh, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, Mayor Jeff Lund. We're so diverse, we have a Republican mayor. That's cute, I guess. Um, Liberians make up nine percent of Brooklyn Park, so people from Liberia. It says. Uh, so Lund was eager to work with Democrats to support a pathway to citizenship for Liberians. Of course, they sought refuge after a civil war in the 1990s, so on and so forth. They passed the measure. Donald Trump signed it into law. Oh, also, good guy Donald Trump there. That's cool. Um, let's see. This past year, we worked closely with our federal delegation to come up with a solution. And not once did politics get in between doing the right thing for our residents, Lund said in a press release from Representative Dean Phillips, a Democrat. Phillips invited Lund to uh, Lunded. He said Lunded, so typo, idiot. I'm not right. <laughs> uh, just to, to attend the State of the Union as his guest. I tell people I believe in unicorns. Lund said we proved that something can get done. That's you know what? That is so cool. 
When GOP candidates disparaged Muslims, Lund spoke out. He spoke out. That is really... Doing the bare minimum. That's really awesome. Thank you to our GOP leaders for uh, sometimes doing things that benefit them. Anyway, that's better politics, please. This actually does have the Project We Love label on it, which is sort of unusual for the stuff we talk about on here. This is Normally, we go through and we just find the shit. Um, we pick the stuff that is not... Like the editor's choice, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's fun to find one that sucks so bad that someone at Kickstarter said, "Yeah, this is this is cool." I think le- I think legally they're required to or something. They're like our website is nice because there's nice stuff on it. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right, Mike. We got them. <laughs> What's the last one? Oh, JF, the last one I got for you, Strong Like America website and online community. It's a brand new faith-based content company. Strong Like America sits squarely at the intersection of love for God and our great country. Um, So this is like a... uh, (sighs) Man. Now look, I got no gripe. Don't you do know. your don't do the fake positive thing on this one. Just fuck, just give it to me straight, okay? Now look, gang, I got uh, you know. All right, let's if play the. If you're gonna do that, I'm just gonna. Our play daily the bread media proudly presents a brand new faith-based content company and free private online community platform, where Americans gather to celebrate our love of God and love of our great country. Strong like America. A daily website of curated, inspirational, faith-based quotes. News. Entertainment. First off, I want to thank God, because that's who I look up to. I would not be here with the ease and grace I have in my heart without my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And sports. With specialty content from top Christian bloggers in America. Covering the topics that matter most. Parenting. Cooking. Relationships. Fellowship. And more. While other sites focus on what's wrong with our country. Strong Like America focuses on what's right. Here you'll find inspirational news stories. Celebrity interviews sharing their faith. That was a good one there, the the Kevin James quote. All good all good comes from God, and so I want to honor him. Paul Paul Blart guy said that. <laughs> Did he really thought, say that? I, I thought wonder? Paul Blart would be a Muslim. Yeah, actually. I, I could see him on his like rug. Oh man. Facing facing Mecca in my head. Comic actor Kevin James wants to glorify God in every way. I mean every way? You're going to do all of them? Eesh. Kevin James is pictured in a scene from the movie Here Comes the Boom. Yeah, I remember that. That's where he, he's an MMA guy, right? And he gets his ass kicked. I didn't catch that, that one. Is that what it is? I don't know. Uh, James told, let's see. Uh, he's talking about his faith here with the Catholic News Service. Uh, he says, I can't play a, pri- a priest in every film either. You definitely want to have a positive message. I want to be able to sit and watch my movies with my children, added James, who's married with two daughters and one son. Um, that's okay. JF, best religions ranked. Go. Oh, 
Oh, Mike, you really put me on the spot with this one, pal. Hey, how about you give me your number one, and I'll just say if I agree or not. I would say, what's the one? Buddhism? Where they, I mean, you become like a fat Ooh, guy, and you just sit. I don't like that one, Mike. Sit cross-legged or whatever. That's oh, nice, that's huh? no good. And you respect animals. That's a nice one. I don't like that one, Mike. That's one of the bad ones. Um, my wife's grandmother is Buddhist, and yeah. uh, and so my wife said that when she was a kid and she was staying with her grandparents, she would always uh, her grandmother would come in at like four o'clock in the morning uh, to get some fish out of the freezer and cook it, but also would leave like the little cup of vegetables and rice or Buddha on the little. On his little plate. So he's got his little... So he's hanging out in there. He's hanging that's, out in the guest room. That's which, so fucking cute. It is cute. It is cute. It's like he's in the guest room. It's like that's not even... I don't know. Maybe put a him in the... A little treat for you. A little nutter butter. And you can have the other half of it. I don't <laughs> want it. They make him a little nice... They make him a nice meal. I think that's fun. But I don't think... It's I nice. don't think I would like... I feel like it's... I feel like it's wasteful. Because you come back and you see he hasn't eaten. And you go... Maybe you know. not hungry. Can I guess he's not. That? I guess he's not. More for me eating it. Are you allowed to? Would he be offended? I, I guess I you don't want this. You know, saying that out loud. I guess nobody wanted this. <laughs> I tried. Ass. I tried. <laughs> um. Mm, if nobody eats this last uh, slice of cherry pie, it's going to go in the trash can. <laughs> Somebody better come out and eat it. Um. Anyways, I forget what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, this. Um, so this is just like some... I don't understand why this isn't just one of those weird... The worst like, one is Catholicism. Yeah. Why isn't this just like a weird link farm? You know what I mean? Like, why isn't it just one of those websites that has just has like a bunch of tags at the bottom of it and then like links out to these other blogs and has pop-up windows and stuff? Why did, Why mm -hmm. is this trying to be a real website? I don't so get this it. So this is trying to be the Christian Go Media, right? The What's Christian Gawker Media. Oh, yeah. Type of... Where they have all of the, uh, I guess, and we I can guess. use a little more positivity in in this Here crazy we go world, again. especially Here we go again. especially now, Jeff. We got this virus, and <sighs> yeah, phase two, we will be introducing our members the exclusive Strong Like America private online community platform. We have engaged a top American technology company to focus on building personal connections within the community, smart connections. We believe that one connection can change everything. The technology matches people with others that they need to meet, no matter where in the country they live in. Then you find out it's like, they just like downloaded BB Spot or whatever the old forum software was. Oh uh, yeah, maybe forum. I don't know what they're trying to do over there. Uh, so what? You got to work on that name first. I mean, that's names. That name is a toilet. Strong I, like America. Yeah. I mean, what's your pitch? What's your what's your pitch for this? Strong like America or uh the God's uh hole. Okay. The God's zone. Okay, those are both good. I mean you put me on the spot. Um what These about These guys like, worked on it for a long time. I had like two, what, two seconds? Okay, take your time. Think of another one. I I'm gonna I'm gonna do a pitch. Um Let's see, red, white, and bazinga. If they want to do comedy, that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, that's fine. It was just the first attempt. That was just my first uh, swing at it. It could be anything. It could be, 
could be the god hole. Now that I like. Okay, good. I'm glad we landed on something. Um, for a dollar, you just you just give them a dollar. For twenty five bucks, you get a mug. For a hundred bucks, you get two t shirts. Um, for a thousand bucks, this is where you donate fifty t shirts to the troops. Um, five thousand bucks, two hundred and fifty t shirts to the troops. Ten thousand bucks, two hundred fifty hoodies to the troops. Come on, gang. The troops need hoodies that say strong like America on them. Please, 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 please. <laughs> um, we are going to be sending on your behalf 250 strong like America hoodies to active military troops, both international and domestic, as a token of our gratitude. It is our goal that every serviceman and woman in our military is outfitted with strong like America gear as a show of support for protecting our country and our freedom. With nearly 1.4 million active duty military personnel, we have our work cut out for us. Now, you know I love the military, JF. But. A- absolutely. I don't know. I don't like the military. What? You just said you did. Yeah, it's called an April Fool's. Oh, my I God. You've been holding did. on to that one for a long time. I've been holding on to it since at least uh, April April 1 of the, Well, you've this obviously year. prepped it before that. I mean, come on. Uh, strong like America. Good luck to these guys. I don't like that name though. I would play, I would change it to Godhole if it were me. Godhole is better. Yeah, Godhole is better. All right, Mike. That's the six pack. That's basically the whole show. So you can cut it off now if you want. But well, well, I have a better idea. Let's read a, an email from some guy, huh? Yeah, it could be a lady. It's two guys though. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Do you ever get like, uh, like an overwhelming wash of embarrassment doing the show? Just why? What do you mean? <sighs> That's where you come in. This is the mailbag segment of the show. JF. What's the fucking to, uh, problem? <laughs> David writes. Hey, fellas, what's your favorite sandwich that has peanut butter as a part of it? Also, what's the weirdest sandwich you've ever eaten, David? Okay. Well, not, I mean, I I guess we shouldn't say. We have a friend, okay? We have a friend who recently, it came to our attention. Oh, my God. I forgot about that until this moment. Was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with pickles. Ah. That's not, I don't think that's good. I truly don't think that's good. Um, but what is my favorite peanut butter sandwich? I do think this is something my wife introduced to me. A grilled peanut butter and jelly is like a real decadent treat. You know, you got the regular peanut butter and mm-hmm. jelly. That's a fine lunch pail type of food there. Hey, that's just an everyday. That's a, how you doing? You know? Yeah. Exactly. That's a hey, how you doing? But you throw a little butter. Room tip, like, oh, please. Whoa, whoa. Hey. Exactly. 
That's a good sandwich to me. You, the the peanut butter gets nice and hot. Everything starts to melt, come together. You got the nice chew and crunch. That's a good peanut butter sandwich. I'll eat peanut butter out of the jar. I don't care. But that to me is a good. That's a good sandwich. What do you think? I mean, I've never had it, but it sounds sounds pretty good. You ever have that fluffernutter? You know, with the marshmallow. A fluffernutter. Very rich. I've not had it. Rich it's little just, treat. Is it is it similar to? Uh, it's just marshmallow with and you put the peanut butter on and people eat it. It's just but fluffernutter is a brand of it, right? <clears throat> I believe so. Yeah. I've not had My, that. I've had like the air puff kind, whatever it's yeah. called. You know. Um, but what's the weirdest sandwich you've had, Mike, is the question. I would say, hmm, um, I would say for the weirdest sandwich. I don't eat a lot of weird sandwiches, JF. I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not a crazy man. I'm not going to go put, uh, some pickles on my damn PB and J. That's too much, isn't it? I have to say the weirdest peanut butter related sandwich I've ever had is probably the peanut butter and penis sandwich that I had. Okay. Uh, six or eight months ago, I got really sick off of it. Actually, I I think it was past the. Uh, there wasn't a date on it. Okay, what well, do you DoorDash it? A lot of times, I worry those guys are eating some of the penis that falls off the sandwich, and they're just like, <laughs> oh, "This is mine," you know. It's like I tip well, and I'd appreciate <laughs> if you didn't eat my bag penis. That's why they had the. They have the new bags where you you can tell if somebody ripped it open. You know, they tape yes, it up. Exactly. So. I don't think I've had a weird sandwich either, Mike. I think I'm all. I'm, I mean, you said obviously the penis sandwich. I just, you know, a weird sandwich. I, I don't know. I bet. I bet one time I've had like a po' boy that had like. You know what's good shrimp? is. Uh, I don't know. You know what's good is uh, my stepdad showed me this a lot when I lived when I was a young child. You know, you would uh, make the, we would make chili and put hot dogs in the chili. Yeah. This is like a total fat guy fucking move but he would put uh, peanut butter on a toasted hot dog bun put the hot dog on it and put some chili on it it was like a chili what it did, it did taste good i remember it tasting good what does it do what does the peanut butter do for you there there's a little sweet on top of it which i don't i don't really like a lot of sweet stuff wow especially with salty stuff it, i think i think I, I, the two of them can go their separate ways jf for me Though that, that okay, concerned. that qualifies as a strange sandwich. I'm normal, so I'm just yeah. eating like stranger than cheese. the penis and peanut butter sandwich. I don't know. I mean, is a you hot don't... dog even a sandwich, Mike? <laughs> I mean, Mike. Stupid. All right. Um, Chris writes in. Uh, he, he spends about a paragraph insulting us. Um, I didn't like reading that uh, stuff. But then after that, he says, "I liked when you talked about the 64 ounce soda." If you had a 64, and he liked when we talked about the soda. That's the kind of brainiacs that we got writing in. I'm going to look up the. Can you guys fucking send us some fucking emails that aren't just like, I liked when you talked about the soda? We talk about, we, we, we fucking spent two hours talking, and someone says, I liked when you talked about the soda. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? We're just what broadcasting we to, like, preschools? Who's listening to this shit? Ah. <laughs> if you had a 64-ounce container... That would magically refill with one beverage of your choice. What would you choose? He says, also say hi to my big brother, Matty, as a birthday. Matt, if you're anything like Chris, you can kiss my ass. Because you probably sent us an email where you said we sucked. And then asked us a dumb question about soda. Mike, what it's would not, you put in your 64-ounce cup? At all. I don't believe that's dumb at all. To, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's a very interesting thought experiment. If you could have 64 ounces. Of, 64 you ounces. Six, yeah, and you could magically refill. One beverage you of your choice. What are you drinking? I mean, water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just an old, like, Felix Unger piece of shit. I would want water because if I didn't have water, I'd die. What are you talking about? Right? What am I supposed to say? Chocolate milk? <laughs> what would you pick? Um, I was going to say Virgil's root beer. Virgil's uh, cream soda, JF, is what I was going to say. But you're th- thinking about water, if, since you don't want to participate in the thought experiment that Chris so nicely... I'd probably pick water, also. You gotta have it to live. I mean, it's... Okay, so we're we're saying not with water. We're saying you can get water elsewhere. Okay. Right? Is that what you're, is that what you're saying? I guess so, yeah. Okay. You know what the thing last week where you were like, if you were on a damn island or whatever? Yeah. On the bonus episode? Yes. Uh, you didn't even say if there was like a TV there? Insane. You were like, if you could have an island, if you had an island, if you were on an island, you could play video games. There's obviously whatever. a fucking TV there. You can't well, play you without specify. looking at it. You didn't specify, so it bugged me for a very long time. I stayed, it ruined my whole sleep schedule. I was like you 12 idiot. hours behind. You idiot. I would, here's what I would say. I would say I would like to have... Okay, here it is. One beverage of your choice. I'm going to say printer ink. <laughs> and then I would sell it. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking... Oh, that's so good. Isn't that good? I just hacked your whole question, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Didn't think about that shit, did you? Mine would be e-girl pee, I think. Okay. You write in with a question. You don't expect me to uncover and destroy it in front of your face. He's crying. Oh, he, he solved my riddle. Yeah, no shit. Happy birthday, Matt. Well, I meant to call my wife, um, but my phone thought I said redial. Um, my daughter was very excited to talk to her on the phone, so she's really pissed off. So, Yeah, you. All right, well, fuck you guys. You ruined my daughter's life.